Welcome to the Root Cause Revolution podcast with functional and integrative nurse nutritionist and energy medicine practitioner, Audrey Christie. Hey friends, welcome to episode 268, 268 of the Root Cause or Revolution podcast. Today we're going to talk about 10 daily habits that can absolutely revolutionize your health and you know what, they are primarily free or super, super cheap. So let's dive in. Two things before we dive in. First, I want to talk to you about an amazing new skincare system. It is called Blissoma, and the name so perfectly fits. This skincare system, you guys know that I love, I've shared the makeup that I love before. This skincare system is made in-house in an herbal studio in St. Louis, Missouri. They make it in small batches. They perfectly blend herbs and macro and micronutrients in this perfect beneficial blend of phytochemistry. This company is amazing inside and out. We'll be doing a full episode on the importance of feeding your skin from the inside and out, but you have to try this. And the people at Blissoma have been so kind. They are giving us 30% off their travel sets, which are so very reasonably priced. You can find a link in the show notes and you can use the code ROOTCAUSE to save 30%. That is an amazing, that's an unheard of saving. So they're giving the listeners of the Root Cause Revolution podcast 30% off. Use code ROOTCAUSE at checkout. You are absolutely going to love it. Again, that link is in the show notes. The second thing to talk to you about is if this is your first time listening, I'd like to briefly introduce myself. I'm Audrey. I'm a root cause clinician, and I help you to find your root cause so that you can rebalance your body and heal for good. So if you are done with Band-Aids and ready for real healing solutions, I am here to help. All right, let's jump in. 10 life-changing habits that can help you create the foundation for wellness. Whether you are actively struggling with some form of chronic illness or issue or wellness issue, or whether or not you are trying to prevent those things from happening, right? There, there comes a certain time in our life when we begin to think about longevity. And I think it's somewhere, you know, in your mid to late forties, low fifties, when you start thinking, how can I maintain and live the longest, healthiest, most active life possible? All right. So number one, very, very first thing is a daily walk. So many times people will say, well, Audrey, I'm doing this workout and that workout. I'm going to the gym and I'm sweating it out. And those aren't necessarily bad things. There can be times where working out like that can be a detriment to your health. But if you can just get out and walk for 20 minutes a day, better yet, 20 minutes twice a day, it increases the blood flow to your brain, which increases creativity, has a positive impact on your mood. That kind of movement supports lymphatic drainage. And as you know, lymphatic drainage is how we shuttle all of the nastiness, all of the things, all the toxins that need to be expelled out of our body. Uh, it helps to balance your blood sugar. Guys, it reduces your risk of cardiovascular disease by over 50%. 
It reduces stress, specifically the stress hormone cortisol, and it improves your bone density. Uh, And if I didn't say this already, it has a hugely positive impact on your mood, all with just a simple walk. Don't have time for 20 minutes. Don't have time for 20 minutes twice a day. Do something. There is a old proverb that is, and I'll probably butcher it, that is something like um, the, the men man who lives longest or the men who live longest, the people who live longest are those who walk a hundred steps after dinner. So a hundred steps isn't that far. It doesn't take a lot. So take a little bit of time and build up. You can walk on your lunch break. You can walk in the morning before work, before school, or one of my favorite things to implement is an after dinner walk as a family. The second thing you can do to improve your health and wellness Another habit that can change your life is getting sunshine on your eyes first thing in the morning before digital light, before blue light. Now, I completely understand because I get up and work sometimes before the sun gets up as well, but that's not always possible. So what I suggest is to use blue light blocker, sun, blue light blocker sunglasses, or not sunglasses, but blue light blocker glasses if you have to use a device before the sun comes up. Now, once the sun is up, you just walk outside and don't shield your eyes with sunglasses or a hat or anything and just let the sunlight hit your eyes and hit your retina. You can take this to an advanced step and do sun gazing, but it's a sun gazing can be a little more nuanced than what we can kind of do in this format. The third thing, number three, is at least 10 minutes of stillness, silence, or meditation. So meditation is a practice. It's not something that you can sit down and just do. Uh, I have a meditation guide that you can find on my website at audreychristie.com. I'll put the link in the show notes. It's a free guide to download. I often tell people that there it's not that you can't meditate because I hear this a lot. I can't meditate. I can't sit still. I can't sit in silence for 10 minutes. It's just that you haven't found the right kind. You haven't found the right type of meditation that works for you. There are lots of different things that can be meditation. But if meditation sounds like a big scary word for you, then make a goal to just sit in silence and stillness for 10 minutes. Don't worry about clearing your mind or any of those things. Just sit and see what comes up. Adding this in can dramatically change your health. And it's one of the things that has so much um, clinical and non-clinical evidence behind it. Number four is um, sort of settling in before eating. So taking a moment to bless your food, to set an intention for your food, or simply take three to five big, deep belly breaths before you start eating. So we humans are extremely stressed all of the time. It's not uncommon. I see it in adults and I see it in kids. And um, it really is just an epidemic of, of stress. We are stuck in fight, flight, or freeze for the majority of our day, unless we are taking active steps to mitigate that. Now that, that 10 minutes of stillness and silence will certainly help to change that, but so will just taking a few minutes before you eat your food. It's really critical to do it before you eat, because if you don't, then your body is not digesting your nutrients well, because digestion is one of those things that are fight, flight, or freeze function in our body turns off in order to prepare to either fight, flight, or freeze. (laughs) So that can be really, really important. It's very simple. Just take three to five deep belly breaths in through your nose, 
fill it all the way up. So instead of expanding, when you take a belly breath, your belly should expand first and your chest should expand last. And then on the exhale, the chest deflates or comes, uh, closes first and then the belly closes last. All right. Number five, this is one of my very favorites. I actually was just in conversation chatting with somebody uh, last week. And they were like, one of the biggest things that revolutionized my health was taking care of my adrenals. And I was like, yes, go girl. Absolutely. And so one of those things is mitigating stress, right? Well, you can mitigate stress in your water cup. You have lots of different options here. The freest, cheapest way is just to put some sea salt in a glass, a pinch of sea salt and some lime juice in a glass of water first thing in the morning, right? Make that the first thing that you have when you get out of bed. Other ways to do it, you can do more complicated um, adrenal tonics with lime and coconut water and mineral essences and all kinds of good stuff. So it can be as simple or as complicated as you want, but it is one of those things that will give you more energy than almost anything else that you can do for your human suit. And it's one of those things that helps whether you are really struggling with your wellness or you are kind of post healing journey and um, maybe you're a little fatigued or the, the stress of life is getting to you. All right. Number six. And guys, these are totally free. You just have to implement them. Okay. Number six, uh, not eating too close to bedtime. This is a big one, right? So it is really hard for our body to rest and digest at the same time. Um, you will not get a good night's sleep if your body is working hard to digest your food. So the best thing to do is to plan dinner at least two hours before bedtime. Uh, we also want to fast all night long. So for most women, I don't recommend fasting longer than 12 hours, but you really want to get those 12, those 12 hours are very important. Um, so eating at say 6 or 7 p.m. and then going to bed at 9 or 10 p.m. is the best way to do it. Now, there are some caveats. If you are having a blood sugar crash or spike in the middle of the night, there may be times where if you're working with me directly, I might recommend you having a small bite of something just before bed. Uh, but that's generally the exception to the rule and not the rule itself. All right, number seven. This one is so easy get rid of EMF in the bedroom. There is a number of ways that you can do this. Number one, turn your phone off before you go to bed. Turn the cell phone off before you go to bed. That text message, that social media notification, that phone call can wait till morning. Number two, turn your Wi-Fi router off at night. Now, I'll admit, I am not one to turn my Wi-Fi router off at night. It is a long ways from our bedrooms. However, we do have the no phones in our bedrooms rule at night. They are turned off and they are out of the bedrooms. Um, and this helps to decrease the EMF in the bedrooms. There's all kinds of like shields and protectors and grounding mats and different things that you can buy. But it's really just as simple as turning the phone off and removing it from your bedroom. Um, number eight, this one stays along the same lines as your your phone, but it is turning that phone off, not at bedtime, but at least two hours before bedtime, two hours before bedtime. You don't want any blue light screens up in your face. Okay. Watching TV from a distance that can be okay. Although I do recommend wearing some kind of blue light blocker glasses when you do that. Um, I notice a marked different and difference in my sleep from when I 
on, on days that I forget to wear my blue light blockers, mine go on um, generally around sundown and I use them whether the TV's on or not. Uh, certainly if I have to look at a phone or device, then I have those on. So those blue light blocker glasses are really, really easy to find. I like to use iBuyDirect for them because they're cheap and because I can pick out the frames, but you can also find versions on Amazon as well. So that was number seven and number eight. Number nine, alternating hot and cold showers. So you see all the benefits for your mitochondrial health all over online for taking cold showers and cold baths and the Wim Hof method and all those things. They are all absolutely brilliant and healing. But the reality is, and I have a lot of gadgets, right? The reality is that most of us are not converting a chest freezer in our garage to have ice baths. Um, if you live in Texas like I do, the water is not going to get cold enough to create an ice bath for you, except for maybe in the dead of winter. So instead, kind of a hack that you can do is just turn your shower to cold right before you get out. So you take your nice hot shower, you wash everything off. I usually turn mine to cold when I'm rinsing the conditioner out of my hair because it helps to seal the the conditioner in. Uh, so you just turn the faucet to cold and you stand there as long as you can. I use the conditioner method also because I have to stand there until the conditioner is out of my hair. Uh, and if I didn't, then I wouldn't stay very long. Uh, so you turn to cold, allow that cold water to change your body temperature and kind of snap you back out of it. That method tends to be a lot easier and it's very effective. You get the same, not same, you get many of the same mitochondrial benefits as taking a polar bear plunge or, you know, getting in the, a cold bath and trying to hold it as long as possible. So alternating between hot and cold showers is really, really beneficial and will revolutionize your health and wellness. And then the very last habit, habit number 10, is spending a little bit of time at the end of each day to write down the things that were amazing about the day. You guys have heard me talk about my gratitude journal before. I do it every night before I go to bed. I write down at least 10 things that I am thankful for. But if you can only come up with three, that's totally fine. If the word gratitude makes you feel all like weird, then you can use the word things I loved about today, right? Setting that tone for a peaceful, stress-free sleep and also kind of reiterating to, you know, God, the universe, whatever your word is for that, what you want to be the, the highlight, the standard, the most prominent thing in your life. So these 10 things, again, totally free. I think everything that I told you has at least a free option. The last thing I want to talk to you about these 10 things is don't take this list and go, okay, I'm going to do these 10 things every day starting tomorrow. That won't work. You will give up by the end of the week. Instead, you want to pick one habit that you can add on right now and do that, right? And then the next week, add a second habit. And then the third week, add a, add a third habit. And the fourth week, add a fourth habit. As you do this, you will begin to stack habits. Um, stacking habits is something I've been talking about for a long time. If you want, there is a book, I think it's called Atomic Habits. And I actually never even finished reading it because I was like, oh, I already do this, right? Um, but it's a really great book that can help you to... Um, begin to see the importance of habit stacking so that you can create these standards in your life so that it's not something that you have to do and you have to have a list and you have to check it off, but it is just a habit, just like any other habit, right? So hopefully you enjoyed this episode. As always, friends, I am a rooting for you. Thank you so much for listening. See you next time. Thank you for listening to the Root Cause Revolution podcast. Be sure and subscribe on your favorite podcast provider. Ratings and reviews are always appreciated.